0: You can't thingify anything without depersonalizing that something. If you use something as a means to an end, at that moment, you make it a thing and you depersonalize it. The fact is that the Negro was a slave in this country for 244 years. That act, uh, that was uh, a willful thing that was done. The Negro was brought here and changed, treated in very inhuman fashion. And this led to the thingification of the Negro. So he was not looked upon as a person. He was not looked upon as a human being with the same uh, status and worth as other human beings. And the other thing is that human beings cannot continue to do wrong without eventually uh, rationalizing that wrong. So slavery was justified morally, biologically, uh, theoretically, scientifically, everything else. And it seems to me that white America must see that no other ethnic group has been a slave on American soil. Uh, That is one thing that other immigrant groups haven't had to face. The other thing is that the color became a stigma. American society made the Negroes color a stigma, and uh, that can never be are overlooked. So I think these things are absolutely necessary. The other thing is that America freed the slaves in 19—I mean 1863 through the Emancipation Proclamation of Abraham Lincoln, but gave the slaves no land, or nothing in reality. And as a matter of fact, to to get started on. At the same time, America was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest, which meant that there was a willingness to give the white peasants from Europe an economic base, and yet it refused to give its black peasants from Africa who came here involuntarily in chains and had worked free for 244 years any kind of economic base. And so emancipation for the Negro was really freedom to hunger, it was freedom uh, to the winds and rains of heaven. It was freedom without food to eat or land to cultivate, and therefore it was freedom and famine at the same time. And when white Americans tell the Negro to lift himself by his own bootstraps, they don't, o- they don't look over the legacy of slavery and segregation. I believe we ought to do all we can and seek to lift ourselves by our own bootstraps. But Uh, It's a cruel jest to say to a bootless man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. And many Negroes, by the thousands and millions, have been left bootless as a result of all of these years of oppression and as a result of a society that deliberately made his color a stigma and something worthless and degrading.
1: Rest in peace to the late and great, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., Happy birthday, King. We love you and we miss you.
2: How's everybody doing today?
1: This morning, this afternoon, this evening? Whenever you're listening, what's up with you? Everything good? Listen, I'm sending nothing but positive thoughts and wishes to you and yours. I hope you all achieve all that you set out to do today. Let's get to it, shall we? Ladies and fellas, women and men, gather round, gather round. The Torchy Andretti Show is about to begin. It is I, your host with the most, the one, the only, it's your boy Torch. On Wednesday, August 24th, 1814, about 207 years ago, backed by reinforcements newly arrived from Europe, the British General Robert Ross defeated the American forces at the Battle of Bladensburg laying open a path to the Capitol. During the American retreat, President James Madison sought out Secretary of War John Armstrong Jr. to see what the plan was for the defense of the Capitol. Armstrong reported there was none. See, he had expected the British to turn next to Baltimore The president, his cabinet, and many other government officials fled to the mountains of Virginia. Most residents of Washington had already abandoned the city. Preservation of the government's documents and records had been largely left to clerks and slaves. (laughs) Imagine that. 207 years ago, huh? That was the last time the United States Capitol was raided. It would also later be burned while under siege. On January 6th, 2021, Thousands of domestic terrorists in support of Donald Trump's belief that the 2020 presidential election was rigged in favor of Joe Biden raided the Capitol. The group, amped up by a speech given by Trump at a Save America rally on the Ellipse, were encouraged by the 45th U.S. president to march over to the Capitol and, quote, fight like hell to, quote, take back our country. Their goal was to force Congress and Vice President Mike Pence to overturn Joe Biden's election victory. To destroy the certificates of ascertainment of the electoral college votes because without this, there's no way to identify the appointed electors and the vote count for each candidate that received popular votes. The terrorists also plan to change the college vote in Trump's favor, of course. Some set up a gallow. Others defaced and destroyed government property. Explosive devices were discovered. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's mail was stolen and office vandalized, amongst a host of other things. Five individuals would go on to lose their lives that evening. Let me be uh, very succinct about this.
3: we would be dead. We would be slaughtered. If any of those capital raiders happen to be black, happen to be Latino, we would be destroyed. Absolutely.
1: Without discretion. We wouldn't be shooed away or allowed to even get to an airport. Never mind actually boarding the plane, but actually getting to an airport. Our blood, as it has been time and time again, would drench the streets of this country.
2: Militia-style tactics would rain down upon us like fire and brimstone.
3: There would be police dogs, batons, shields,
1: tear gas,
2: anything deemed necessary to stop the
1: overrun of the Capitol. Hell, I'm prone to believe that if it came down to it, they might have dropped a bomb on the Capitol too, just to get us out. And somehow, some way, found a way to blame us for the bomb dropped on us.
2: <sighs> That's a dreadful and damning American realization. But. I guess
1: everyone finally wants him out of the office now. It only took uh, the entire four years of BS before I guess everyone finally just got the picture. A week later, the House of Representatives voted to impeach Trump for the second time. Again, the second time. I guess some people finally We're convinced to do the right thing, huh? By the way, that's full sarcasm. Because you don't get credit for walking out of a burning house after the fireman told you it's a fire. Especially when you're the one that
2: started it.
1: But that's why today's episode is called Performative. A lot of Oscar-worthy performances out here. Messi Mitch switched sides quicker than Pookie when he got ran down on in New Jack City. But just like Nino them ain't forget, we ain't forget, we know who you are. So yeah, man, y'all be safe out there. It's real nasty out there. America is very, very ghetto. One out of five stars. I do not recommend. The one good thing out of all of this is there's now a new president and vice president in the White House. I don't know what they're going to do, y'all. I'm not going to sit up here and bloviate about how great or how not great. Y'all just act like y'all got some sense. Do what you said you was going to do. Never forget who got you there. or we'll get you out the paint too. So, congratulations to y'all. And other news uh, brands are still wilding on MLK Day, I see. <laughs> Man, I don't know how they do this every year, but every year there's like a handful of companies that really just like miss the boat. They just really drop the ball on MLK Day. And the crazy part is that it's the same damn day every year like it don't move like you saw this date coming and working as a communications manager and a social media manager in the past like you know certain dates are coming up you can draft these tweets you can set things up the way they're supposed to be you don't have to have a uh uh-oh you don't have to have a situation where i believe it was it was either ford or chevy one year that had martin luther king i have a dream speech Playing in the back of a truck commercial. Oh man. And it wasn't one of those, hey, let's be great, uh, let's do the right thing. No, they were selling a truck. Like they had the prices, they had the do not try this off-road. It was in slow motion, because obviously you can't drive a truck very fast at that speech, but no, they was milking it. They were milking it. So bad that Dr. King's estate had to step in. And start taking back their likeness rights. But hey, we're not here to talk about the past. We're here to talk about the present. And in the present, people still messing up. <laughs> Today, uh, your boy got uh, sent an email from Victoria's Secret. Now, before y'all be like, Urgh! pump your brakes. It ain't for me cause I don't really roll like that. But you know, back in the day, I used to be a little bit gracious with the gifts. Some for you, some for me. If you know, you know. Now there's Fenty. So we moving towards that right now. It's over Victoria's Secret. I forgot they even had my damn email, but nonetheless, uh, Victoria's Secret hit your boy up and they sent me a nice little card with some, uh, I think it was some pothos plants surrounding it and it was all pretty and cleaned up. And I said, well, let me read this message, see what they got to say about the King. Victoria's secret says, quote, everybody can be great because everybody can serve. (laughs) I mean, Come on, man. Hey, you got to admit, capitalism is wild as hell. Wild as hell. Like, I mean, read the room, Doug. Look who you talking to. Everybody can be great because everybody can serve. What What are we talking? <laughs> this is not the time to have double entendre. Yo. <laughs> I don't know how y'all deal with it, ladies. Hey, that ain't that ain't me. Look, man, support Fenty. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Then you got the feds saying happy MLK day every year, like every year, like a broken record. And it's like, yo, y'all know, we know what y'all did, right? Like this isn't very hidden information. Like, like it was (laughs) y'all, He would be here if it wasn't for you. Like, I know I ain't bugging. It says it right here. On August 30th, the head of the FBI's domestic intelligence sent sent his colleagues an urgent memo about Dr. King. We must mark him now as the most dangerous Negro in the future of this nation.
2: Bro. Y'all don't get to send out that tweet, dog. Y'all don't get to send out that tweet. Y'all can sit this one out.
1: And why y'all on Twitter? Like, come on, man. Everything ain't for everybody. I don't know, man. It's just bothering my spirit because it all just feels so performative. Folks who would have hated everything about Dr. King from his anti-capitalist and anti-imperialistic beliefs to his strong stance on forms of reparation given to African-Americans that were subjected to hundreds of years of slavery and post-slavery prejudice. They would have been all calling for this man's head the same way they did back in the 1960s, leading up to his government assassination on April 4th, 1968. Or did I miss something? I just don't get how people can use this man's great image for something so narcissistic, right? Right? Actually, yes, I can. Yes, the hell I can. I mean, let's be real. Who am I kidding? After last year, who can ever say what is
3: or isn't possible? Now to sports.
1: Congratulations to the Alabama Crimson Tide on your 2020-21 National Championship title victory. Congratulations to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Y'all did everything possible to earn a spot to even be in the college playoff game with only, what, six wins or six games played? Hey, and to your credit, up until this loss I mean y'all showed you belong y'all beat the hell out of Clemson but then once again Alabama showed us why you probably didn't and if it makes you feel any better Buckeye fans it wasn't just Ohio State like none of y'all either Yeah, yeah, y'all in the second row. You know, Georgia, UF, Clemson, whoever. Y'all ain't this. Y'all ain't Bama. And, well, I mean, I ain't really lying, right? I mean, come on. The college playoffs started, what, back in 2014? And I know this. Hear me now. I know this because my beloved knows were beat like a wash pillow that year by Oregon. That loss still hurts. They ain't have to do us like that. But since 2014, Alabama has been in five title games out of their six playoff appearances. Not to mention their titles before the playoff, not to mention all of their titles that came before the playoff, which was, at this point, just created to establish anybody but Bama and yet here we are again so while this isn't the happiest day for Buckeye fans I mean real recognized real and everybody but Alabama is looking unfamiliar them boys in Bama been a real threat hell some would even say they've been the threat for a really long time. So I say all this to say that I uh I understand where Alabama's quarterback Mac Jones might get the idea that, you know, his team was the best offensive team in history. I mean, I seen the quote. You seen the quote. Uh it's just not true. But I I get I get where the young bull coming from. If I'm on that team, I'm talking my talk. but it's not true because you see that distinction in my biased opinion is reserved for the 2013 Florida State Seminoles now while Bama put up a team high in history points per game let's not forget the Knowles put up a 50 piece and a biscuit that entire year even while sitting starters in more than a few games all season So, yeah, I don't really mind the comment that Mac made. You know, hell, he's still in the moment. You just finished doing the impossible or Bama standards. You just done the expected. So, you know, talk your talk, young fella. But it just raised the point to me that the only people that seem to remember that FSU had one of the greatest football teams in history, hear me now, history are FSU fans. I mean, maybe it was the whole Jameis situation. That that definitely gave us a bad light, and that was handled all kinds of wrong. Like, that was just f***ed up. But it don't matter if you at a Guthrie's getting a chicken box double fry, you at the flight getting a hurricane on a Friday night, Or you at Publix in line for a sub? Damn, I miss Publix. Like, I know this is a tangent within a tangent, but, man, it ain't no damn Publix is out here in Houston. Like, we got a H-E-B, and that's great. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. You know, it take care of me. But it ain't Publix. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how y'all do it out here in the Midwest. Y'all ain't got no damn Publix. If you know, you know. But yeah, (laughs) it don't matter where you at. A no fan going to tell you three things off the rip. One, FSU don't get enough credit, especially from ESPN. We definitely feel like they've been watching us like we were a group of terrorists. We feel bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray backlash whatever you want to say we feel it and we know it's true number two we beat the SEC at its peak remember that we came from behind and we how pop say I don't get whips I whip stuff and number three I mean, come on, man. You got to blame Jimbo for like 65% of the mess that's going on right now. Like if you ain't blaming Jimbo, I don't know who you blaming. It don't matter if the blame for Jimbo is true or not. These three things are certain. I'm telling you, I've had conversations with people I never speak to in regular passing for very long and awkward times of length. Now, I might not get some of them to admit that Black Lives Matter. They tripping. But I'll be damned. If they don't talk, knows and how we could have been something special if Jimbo never got stuck looking at the woman in the red dress. Matter of fact, I used to get my car serviced back then in the town at the dealership, right? You know, new car, got the warranty still. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all finna get all these visits. You know, when you get the new car and you got the new warranty, you 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 sign up for every damn thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, Could you uh, switch my uh, wiper blades, bro? Oh, hey, um, somebody opened my passenger door. I don't know about that, but could y'all close that for me? Yeah, yeah. I just, just was driving by, seeing how y'all was doing, making sure everything cool. You know what I'm saying? You know how it is. When you get a new car, you go there for any and everything. As a matter of fact, if they would have opened up a Walgreens, I might have spent a lot more time there but that's another conversation for another day so yeah as a part of the dealership's uh, car servicing program you know you can elect to get picked up from work if you need a ride to come get your whip now I don't know if you've ever been before or your cousin or your family has ever been before but bro Tallahassee is like small
0: like small small
1: like whatever you think is small cut it in half So small, one road encircles the majority of the city. At least the college areas and the state buildings and where everything be popping at. One road. Anyone happen to know that road that encircles the entire city? That's right. You guessed it. Capital Circle. I mean, come on, man. Where is the creativity? Y'all are very straight to the point. But anywho, they pick me up from my former job in downtown Tallahassee and they take me to the dealer and about six to eight minutes, 10 minutes if there is traffic. And by traffic, I really mean somebody just going a little bit too slow. You know, them people in Talley, they be just moving a little too slow on the road. But I mean, hell, you really can't make up how close everything was. So somehow I consistently get picked up by, I mean, he has to be the biggest Noel fan of all time. And let me tell you, man, nobody was more happy to see that I wore a little bit of Nelia before like the game day. Because, you know, in the small towns, game day, Saturday, Friday, you put on a little nail, you know what I'm saying? You know, every job lets you do it. I mean, but I mean, old boy had all the conversation and conspiracy theories that I'd ever need from them rides. It was like a, like a, like a bad episode of Taxi Cab Confessions on repeat every time. In a matter of minutes, I'd learn Bobby Bowden's social security number, the latest high school freshman recruit details, And how much money we'll have in our endowment funds over the next five years? Like, bruh, how how do you know this? There were times I'd even have headphones on, intentionally having headphones on, while another patron was in the same pickup van. They'd be talking about tomatoes and apples, and as soon as he saw me, hey there, Florida State, Florida State, Florida State, Woo! (laughs) bro was on one like all the time and of course i mean this goes without saying but of course there was nail all over the company car man inside outside and what even made it worse was this wasn't something that the company signed up for this was something that he just like brought with him I, I even told him, hey, man, this is some nice stuff that you got in here. You know, you got the you got the uh, Florida State um, car scents going. I, I, I didn't know we I didn't know you wanted the car to smell like a football field, but you got it. Uh, you got the rugs. You got a steering wheel. Of course, you got your garnet and gold beads. Some of y'all ladies did a lot of strange things for them beads back in the day. We ain't going to talk about that now, but I seen you and so did Sister Johnson
3: mm-hmm
1: FSU fans y'all gotta relax like relax but yeah sorry for that tangent though man uh, <laughs> I guess I felt like I needed to speak on that that way in the future I won't need to be so thorough and in detail with it you'll just know where I'm coming from because there will be a next time I bring up FSU fandom There's always a next time with all Florida teams. But back to Alabama for a second. Uh, Alabama running back Najee Harris had a funny take worth noting. When speaking with reporters after his uh, 79-yard two-touchdown night, he responded to a reporter's claim that it was an easy victory, saying,
4: Najee, Ohio State has a really good front. How are you able to expose those holes so effortlessly? Effortlessly?
0: See what they were doing, It was blowing my ass up. What are you talking about? It wasn't effortlessly. I'll tell you what, them do they they did their thing, bro, to be
1: honest with you. It was just you know, they what they did is every time we did a play action, they just shot the gaps, shot the gaps, the linebackers, and you know we got a couple on them to play a lot of the fakes, that's why we were able to throw so much bubbles and the slants and all that. But, bro, them, they was blowing
0: my ass up. You tripping,
1: <laughs> hey man, respect to that boy because. I mean, he was right. Yo, there were several plays I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. You see how hard they hit him? Hey, bro, I don't even have kids, but you know what? Mm-mm. football ain't it. We about to go ahead and hit it to soccer, basketball, golf. Everything ain't for everybody. And that's the thing that's so interesting about all of this. Here it is, Bama's Lee rusher saying, there wasn't anything easy about tonight that the Buckeyes were a tough matchup. And I'm inclined to believe them. I mean, if you take away the score and just watch the game, it looked a lot closer at certain points. But they did have a score and boy, was it not close. 52-24? to 24? Oh, man. They could have let Ohio State double their score. And it still would have been a four-point loss. Heisman a Devontae Smith, obviously he played. I mean, you, you hear the beginning. Of course he plays Alabama. If you don't know, of course he does. Of course he does. They got all the stars. They got all the five stars. They got the six stars. They got the mon stars. Get this, get this. Devontae Smith had 12 receptions. That means he caught the ball 12 times. 215 yards shit and three touchdowns wait for it at the half at the half not for the game not for the game but half of the game bruh the only thing that stopped him from hitting you with a good lord split you was a hand injury and to be totally honest at this point I'm convinced he hurt his hand counting all the bread he about to get on his first NFL contract because boy oh boy did he shoot up the charts also we want to send prayers out to the young fellow that was guarding Devontae um, I have no idea what your draft selection will now be you was up there big fella you was up there now I don't know we gonna need to see a 4-3 4-4 to get you back right big dog for real for real last take on Alabama I'll say this and then move on but keeping it 100 man you know I know he did my my dolphins dirty uh, left us high and dry middle of the season you know that still hurt But I guess that's what we get for, you know, when he said he wanted a quarterback and we went and got Dante Culpepper without Randy Moss instead of, you know, Super Bowl champion Drew Brees. Yep. Pretty Miami there. But still, hey, we still don't mess with Saban like that. You know what I'm saying? Because you get through it. But I do got to give credit, man, just being 100. Nick Saban deserves more credit than he's getting. I'm going to say that again. Nick Saban deserves more credit than he's getting. Not only because this man is broken free from the shadows of the late, great Bear Bryant. Or because he's won the single most titles by one college football coach. Nope. I mean those are those are cool. Those are good reasons. But more than anything for being a Mr. Fixum all the while doing this. Maybe it's just me, but doesn't it seem like every year there's some coach doing something out of pocket, ignorant, or just playing dumb as hell every time Nick Saban brings them on like some recluse cat lady. Just opening the door, letting everybody get a bowl of milk. I mean, look at the charity cases, bruh. Lane Kiffin was done finito, Out of here. He goes, sits under Nick Saban for a couple of years. Boom. He back on the scene. People not even talking about how childish and uh, unprofessional he is. Or was, because he's also changed since Nick Saban. Adam Gase is like one of the worst coaches in the NFL. And now he's rumored to possibly join an Alabama's team. Come on, man. Come on, man. I hope that I hope I I hope the Dolphins don't try to hire this man again after his Saban stint. And we got a coach, but I just know I I got trust issues. Let me just keep it 100. I got trust issues when it comes to the Dolphins. Bill O'Brien, who recently let DeAndre Hopkins, the Texans' star wide receiver at the time, go for a bag of cookies and the blue bag of Skittles. The light blue bag. That's a terrorist if if it sounds like one to me. You know, like, I mean, come on, man. The blue bag? Damn. You ain't that, you ain't that poor. You ain't struggling like that. You don't need to be making decisions like that. And then most recently, Steve Sarkeesian. Like all of these coaches who have been just struggling, whether it be pro or college, he just collects all of these bums and then fixes them. And then they all go on and be successful after he lets them go again. It's almost like, okay, okay, okay. You graduated high school, but see, you ain't really had no good credits. They were trying to get you out. So what we're going to do is we're going to put you on the express plan. You know what I'm saying? We're going to put you on the express plan. Yeah, yes. We're we, we going to need you to come in in the summer. Huh? Huh? Yeah, the summer. You need to come in the summer so we can get you right. That's what he was on. He was on the express plan. It's like, you need a place to get right. Here it is. And every time they leave, they leave better than they've arrived. Now, I'm not saying Saban is the coach whisperer, but I am saying he is the former coach whisperer. In the NBA, fans have been recently pissed with, uh, with Mr. Danny Green and I mean, he has been stinking up the joint in recent memory, especially when he missed that three ball game five of the finals. I ain't gonna lie. I'm still not over that one. I mean, I don't care that he missed the shot. It just looked like he was afraid to take the rebounded shot after he missed. They got the ball back and he didn't really look like he won no parts of that. And as a shooter, you got to be ready. You got to have a short memory. You got to just forget it and move on to the next one. And I understand he had injuries and things going on, a lot going on. So I can't, I can't knock him. So I'm not, I've never been that fan that goes crazy, but you can, you have the right to be a little frustrated. But I wasn't tripping because I knew one thing was going to happen. Soon as we won the title, oh, we shipping him to Pluto. Oh, that's a for show. Oh, that's a for show. We shipping him to Pluto. And once we did ship him to Pluto, he ended up a sixer. And since then, it's kind of been all bad. I mean, damn, I'd be looking at his stat line sometimes and I can't even defend him in the comment section. I just got to, you know, just pretend I don't see it. You ever seen somebody like getting beat up or getting done dirty but then you and you want to jump in and you want to be like ah break it up break it up you know separate but then you be like Mm-mm, you deserve that yeah you got to get this this one ass whooping I can't save you from you, you got to go through this one build from it it builds character build from it so yeah man it's been bad for Danny Green so bad that somehow a fan made it to the stadium game or at least limited. It wasn't as many people as it normally is, but it was people in there. But they made it to a stadium game and kind of really annoyed Danny Green. asking him, you know, why he can't shoot better. Now, this is what gets me going. Because when I first saw the news story, it wasn't on like ESPN or Bleacher Report or anything of the sort. I'm not going to keep naming these places because, well, these places don't pay me. But it wasn't any of those places where I found it. It was amateur hour. So you know I had to get my intel from Twitter. Yeah, I saw a post uh, talking about Kyrie missing games and why. And I mean, if anybody who's on knows, you know, you click on it, it's a little thread. And that's what I thought. I click on the tweet, hoping to follow or find some following of a thread maybe possibly answering why Kyrie's been out or some kind of insight or anything like that. Hell, I even expected another boutique. You know, when you go to somebody's viral post and you click it, the first thing they be talking about, Hey man, I got these stones for sale is wow. How everybody used to diss the rapper at the gas station, handing out his CDs because now under every tweet or under every Instagram post, The first comment is always somebody pretending to be the rapper at the gas station. Hey, man, you want these stones? Oh, you know, I make some uh, body butter. Hey, go ahead and support my girl. Like, yo, 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 just chill, 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 chill. So, yeah, I click on the link hoping to find some intel about Kyrie. And I found more than I was looking for. Instead of it being a Kyrie follow-up, there was an entire Danny Green clip that played out.
0: Man, you gotta start shooting better, man. You was open ten, bro. You was open ten.
3: What the hell's going on out here? Yo.
1: You know how angry you got to be at that man to post this comment under a post that has zero, zero to do with Kyrie. Like, bro, like (laughs) what? (laughs) The levels of petty were beyond me. Hell nah. Now, whether or not old boy, you know, had a point matters not. I'm just saying this to say, NBA fans, especially those that attend games during the pandemic. Relax. Because there ain't no extra fans in the stands. There isn't this loud roar of chatter and music and everything going on. When you make a comment like that, everybody can hear you. And if everybody can hear you, the players can hear you. And if the players can hear you, well, you best hope it isn't one of the first team stay ready players. You know the Vernon Maxwells of the world, the Tony Allens, the Artests of the world. Y'all gonna get enough of talking smack to these athletes. Athletes. You know, I mean... I'm not one for violence. But some of these ass whoopings, they be deserved. I mean,
2: (laughs) you shouldn't have been talking shit.
1: It's like clear who was outside and who wasn't outside. Certain things you just don't say. And I feel like people be feeling like them steps be giving them a little bit of power. Maybe the $69.95 that they paid for their ticket make them feel like, like, sir your ticket was for $69.99 section in the nose, please. We let you come down here to the 2 dollars section because it's a pandemic going on. It's a lot of space and the people ain't buy the tickets for the $2.99. We trying to make the TV show look like we got it going popping. But if you can't behave, oh, we got something for that. We got something for that. <laughs> we got something for that. Like if there's anybody you need To direct that stay-ready energy that you think you got? It ain't the players. Trust me, big fella. It ain't the players. Not the well-trained, physically fit players. Not those players. Not them. Not Mr. 6'8", 6'9", 7'2". Not them. (laughs) That ain't what you want. That ain't what you want. Why not try your luck with the ticket guy? Hmm? Hmm? won't keep pressing you every time. You seen me go to the restaurant, bro. Don't act like that. You seen me. You seen me because I seen you looking at my late. That's the one you press. Or the workers in concessions with them high ass prices. There's more than enough reason to get into it with them. $8.95 for a small popcorn? Oh, hell no. Let me see the manager. (laughs) Hey, man, I'm giving you the lame. I'm giving you the way that you can move and you can, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be out here reckless and stupid. You ain't got to be both. Now, as for Kyrie, I guess the wait is over. Uh, He has finally returned. And his reason behind his departure was, well, let's let him talk about it.
0: Can you shed some light on what the last couple of weeks have been like for you and the time you need it all?
4: Um, There's a lot of family and personal stuff going on. So just want to leave it at that.
1: What do you hope happens after this inauguration tomorrow? And also secondly, do you feel like you can still find your, your joy uh, playing basketball?
4: Thing that is you know, pretty interesting in watching when you take a break from everything, there's just so many assumptions about what's going on. And so many people feel like they know me best. They have no idea who I am or what I'm about or what I stand for, or even attempt to take the time or even for me to invite them to take the time. So it's a two way street. Um, and when things become overwhelming in life, you know, you just got to take a step back and realize what's important. And I love to play. It's never been questioned. I've committed myself, you know, when this wasn't even a thing for me. You know, I didn't really care about media, didn't really care about the fandom. All I cared about was just the ethics of the game and being taught the fundamentals. And now that it's become bigger and there's more of a responsibility that I have in this position I'm in, I'm grateful because I'm able to stand on this platform with others alongside of me that have sacrificed and are going through similar things. So I'm not alone in this. And, um, you know, that's just a big thing about Also mental health, you know, just coming in and being balanced with yourself first and then being able to perform. Um, So, you know, with everything going on in the world, politically, um, socially, like I said, it's hard to ignore. Um, I want to make changes daily. You know, there are so many oppressed communities, so many things going on that are bigger than just a ball going in the rim. Um, So for me, I just like I said, it's just the balance of it. Um, of knowing I can delegate my responsibilities uh, off the court to people that I'm surrounded around that are for the fight and are fighting behind the scenes and in front in the, in the lines. And, you know, like I said, I'm not the only one that's fighting. So I'm grateful to unify with others. And uh, that's all I've tried to do. And on the court, the same way, just play with a smile, leave something that I've uh, felt very dear to my heart with this game. And then, you know, whatever my legacy is after that as a person, that, that's all I really care about.
1: So after listening to that, I mean I don't know what to say about this so I probably won't say much except for the fact, and maybe I'm reaching but maybe he's not okay I mean a couple of years ago uh, Kevin Love and a couple of more players, if I'm not mistaken you know, came out and spoke about their feelings of depression and anxiety and I don't know if it was just a a hot word back then. But it seemed like for the most part, society had accepted that and was willing to hear them out to understand that, you know, just like us, they're humans. They have emotions too. They have trauma as well. They have things that irritate them as well. We were trying to, you know, understand our players My question is but were we actually serious or did we just want to sound serious because i mean if you can see the video you can hear the audio but go and find the video clip if you can see the video it's clear kai ain't feeling too good his body language is even giving it off that he ain't really okay and i think maybe last year uh it shook him, probably deeper to his core than maybe he's ever been shook. Sometimes when you're in that glass bubble of a celebrity and star, you go through your problems, but you don't ever really come face to face with reality of the people in the stands who are cheering you on, or the people in the stand, people who can't even afford tickets to go to the stands. That's really who I'm talking about. Because when you look in the fans, every front row, everybody who's getting like the free shirts and all that stuff. I mean, they ain't grow up like us, like uh, uh, not all of them. But the fans who really love you, who just can't get to your games, you you know, you see that and you you see what's going on outside. Sometimes I think that messes with you a little bit. And I don't know his whole support system set up. I don't know what he does. I don't know if he goes to counseling or not. But if you see this video, I mean, you can clearly see how disengaged he is. Hell, if it wasn't for them Bills, I'm inclined to think Kyrie probably would still be gone. You probably wouldn't find him unless you found Phil Jackson. But my point is, you never know what's going on with someone. We always say this on social media that you never know what someone's going through. But for some fans, it's starting to seem very performative that you're just doing that to, I guess, sound woke or sound deep. We really got to stop acting like we care about mental health and start really caring about mental health and carrying that burden. Too many times... It seems fans think millions equals happiness and joy and that everything is just a okay because I'm rich. And for the other side, when you're not very wealthy, I can see how you probably would think that. Because on the surface level, you think that money would solve all of your issues. And for some people, it might. Some people, they might need the extra five bucks that'll make their day go good. They might need the extra 500, the extra 5 million, whatever it be. But Biggie told you, more money, more problems. And any self-help book in Barnes and Nobles to tell you, the more money you get just helps you double down on who you really are. You can still be a lame and rich. It's a lot of rich lames you can still be corny and rich. There's a lot of rich corny people. Believe it or not, it's a lot of rich people who have zero budgeting skills. They might be able to create something, might be able to bring in some revenue, but they don't know what the hell to do with it and they as broke as before. They in debt all the time. We got to stop forcing people into our lives as well. And this is, I think, even bigger than the Kyrie situation because it just seems like sometimes we let this country beat into our heads that no matter what, you go to work. If they paying you, you go to work. If they tell you what to do and they're paying you, you do it. If they say eat this and they're paying you, you do it. And we got to break that mindset. Just because some of us may have some shitty jobs that force us to go in. Doesn't mean, well, you definitely got to go, Mr. Millionaire. And I mean, to an extent, I understand that you have a job to do, you do it. But if you ain't feeling okay, man, keep your ass at home. That's whether you an NBA player, you a janitor, you a doctor, you a teacher, you a front desk clerk you an auto mechanic you sell ice cream you sell cheap purses on Instagram I was going to say you selling fake belts but you might need to get that bread while you out here (laughs) you know what I'm saying if you out here boosting you you need to get it while it's hot (laughs) but for real man you know if you ain't okay get some help talk to somebody Address it. Yes, this world doesn't stop. It keeps moving. But you don't have to stay involved in every single thing. Because you're only letting it build up and fester inside. And you're ignoring the fact that you have to face this. When these players told us things weren't okay. When they told us that they were depressed when they told us that they were going through things and they were battling did we not think that days would be missed like I'm just trying to read the room here look man some of y'all be missing days from work for the silliest shit okay now I wasn't raised like that my mom was a single mom she was very hardworking. working. Anytime I even tried to pretend that I didn't want to go to school. There have been many days where I went to school loaded up on Dayquil. <laughs> Deborah wasn't having it. I, hey, you finna get your ass out the house. You think you slick. And I did. I thought I was slick. I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't sick. But that ain't the point. Because there were times when I was. And I still had to go, but that ain't the best thing. Now that we know better, we should do better. If you got the time, if you got the PTO, take it. That's what it's there for. Or you can save it up and you can cash out on your way out. I mean, that's a pro tip too. But if you got the time and you want to take it, man, take it. Sometimes you got to just take that Friday and just be like, yo, I'm going to see y'all on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and put this PTO in. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, you know, what? whatever. If you want to tell them the truth, tell them the truth. You just needed some time. If you want to lie, make up something, lie, make up something, whatever. Protect your peace, bro. That's what it's really about. Like actually doing the deep, taking it, the time out and just looking at your schedule and saying, yo, I need to chill. Unfortunately, we be valuing money so much that we look at it and be like, wow. He gave up, what, $816,000 plus an additional $50,000 for breaking COVID protocols. And, okay, you don't think you're worth more than $866,000? You don't think your mental well-being or, I don't know, man. All I'm saying is, if you need the time, to work on yourself then do that don't just make an Instagram post about it if you need to take a break from social media take your break and stop announcing it damn like you don't have to let us know everything a lot of people oh I'm going to be taking a break oh I'm back from the break like The hell? I promise you, dog, nobody was posting, damn, yo, where's shorty at? Yo, I hope she all right in the break. I promise you, you ain't missed none of that. So just take your time. If you want to, I guess if you want to announce it on your way out, hey, if you're looking for me, just text me. But I mean, shouldn't your close people already know that? I I don't don't know. I ain't trying to get nobody business. I'm just trying to call it how I see it. When you take your break, just take your break. And when you come back, you come on back. The people that really care about you will let you know, hey, how's it going? Been a long time. Haven't seen you in a while. How you doing? I missed you. The ones that don't will just put ha 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 on the post again like they always do. LOL. Like here. Retweet that. Whatever the case may be. take the time that you need to know self by the way I know y'all see Harden and Katie hooping (laughs) Uh, hey man don't let ESPN gas y'all up like that no more man these people hooper hoopers the hell y'all thought was gonna happen Let me guess. The next thing y'all gonna say is that these three won't be able to get it together. KD, Harden, Kyrie. They won't ever figure it out. Because it's just not enough basketballs. They never had the conversation over the phone that, oh, we might have to pass it. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay. Y'all can't be picking and choosing when y'all call people basketball gods and and then you in the next sentence you call them stupid the Say what you want about Kai That boy is a killer when it matters Kevin Durant can fit anywhere on any team Now the one person I may worry about is James Harden just because he hasn't shown he can do it in the playoffs shit (laughs) I'll take that I'll take that you run the point James you run the point if we need you you do your little you know hop step one two but you run the point you set everything up Kai get to your spots go ahead and work them if you need to in the ISO if you want to or pin down KD you You a creative player, so you are gonna do whatever you want to do. That being said, though, Lakers in five. You know what? I ain't even gonna be disrespectful. Let me stop. Let me stop. Lakers in six. Lakers in six. I respect KD way too much. That boy a problem. Lakers in six. Now the real problem they got is depth. They're gonna need some more help on that bench. Not because their bench can't score, but they don't have any size. Besides DeAndre Jordan, they're pretty small. I got a feeling they probably are going to go after uh, JaVale McGee or maybe Alex Lynn. JaVale McGee isn't a free agent yet, but there's rumors that uh, Cleveland will probably let him go. And I'm sure he'll sign for a veteran minimum and play for Brooklyn. If not, Alex Lynn just got released. So he's on the waivers. That could be somewhere they can go. Either way, if they're going to contend with us, the Lakers, they're going to need some size. Because the shooting is cool, but when them shots don't drop. AD is still 6'10, 6'11, pulling from three. Braun is still 6'9, 260, 2'7. Margus Saul is a solid seven-footer. Like, I, I, whatever, man. Hey, Lakers in six. Just relax a little bit on the season predictions. Because it's too early. It's way too early. Way too early. At least give these folks, what, 15, 20 games. And if you a Laker or you a Heat fan, psh- You really need about 25. Y'all boys tired. Y'all was playing, playing. Went all the way to the finals. In a bubble. Yeah, you got teams like the Celtics who coming out burning on fire. But they burning it on fire because they got their ass beat last year. And they trying to prove a point that they were supposed to be in the finals and not the Heat. That's all that is. They're playing with that animosity. But eventually... That's going to burn out and we have to see what they really have. So don't jump, you know what I'm saying? Don't jump out of the moving car so quickly. That's all I'm saying. Just ride it out. Whatever your team is, just ride it out. It's a long season. It ain't 82 games. It's 72 this year. 72 is still a lot of games. Still a lot of games to play. So just pace yourself and pace your bets. This might not be the time, or maybe this is. Maybe this is the time that you make a little money on the side because you know, people don't really be knowing what they be betting on at this point. It's still kind of early. You can kind of ke- get lucky. And speaking about crazy fans, yo, stop hating on Kyle Kuzma. What's wrong with y'all? So, my number one hit on wild behavior around the world has to be, and I don't even know what this thing is called, but. What looks like a calf, a baby cow, uh growing outside of an actual cow. Like they got this bad boy growing in a bag. Like I'm pretty sure that's a Ziploc bag. I know Ziploc bags. Like ain't nobody using freezer bags like I use freezer bags. So I know a, fr- a big ass freezer bag when I see one. So they got this baby cow growing in this freezer bag. And it's all just a test experiment. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to hit the Google, and uh, search for your heart's content. You can go ahead and do
2: that.
3: They say they have a, the uh, calf in there because they was just trying
1: to grow an embryo and see if it could progress. The the, the damn eyes open. I mean, damn. You know, uh, the legs have formed. I, I don't know how far you got to go before you're like, oh, we creating something. Unnaturally, we creating something, you know, and this is supposed to help us, I guess, in cancer research and uh, regeneration and things of that nature. Now, I'm trying to get the hell out of here. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm trying to get the hell out of here. But before I go, I gotta say, damn, damn, have we not learned anything? Like, have we not learned anything in the history of American, hell, universal movies? Not the company, but like worldwide. Come on now,
3: player. Get in the game. Have we not learned anything? Like,
1: how do y'all not see this? Like, how does, how does none of the scientists see this and just be like, Oh, this ain't natural. Nah, I'm out of here. Yeah. You know what? Mm-mm. Not me. Not today. Not, you know what I'm saying? Like, because if I was there, as <laughs> soon as they, oh, Dr. Eberhardt, the, the, the being that we were growing just got eyes. <laughs> we need you to go in and to touch his heart. NERP.
3: I'm not going to be able to.
1: Not me. Did we not watch iRobot? Will Smith got his ass beat the entire movie by a vacuum. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, we got to we gotta get it together. Did we not see Jurassic Park? By the way, blessings to those who saw Jurassic Park 3. I pray for y'all. We're a very small selective group. We survived. But did we not see Jurassic Park? They brought the dinosaurs back from a mosquito. A mosquito. A mosquito. Don't nobody. Don't nothing good come from a mosquito. Don't nobody like
3: mosquitoes. How you. How you bring back. The most
1: dangerous prehistoric beings. From one of the deadliest from one of the most annoying beings right now being the mosquito and then expect everything to be Gucci Pucci. Come on, man. What about back to the future? Y'all playing with the timeline, playing with the timeline. Y'all go back and win a lot. Now look at old boy. not, not a, not a, not a bad guy. He got the lotto numbers. What's his name? Biff. Biff got the lotto numbers. Biff had all the lotto numbers, all the ladies, all the wins. Look what y'all did. Ain't none of the real players in that player's ball. Chucky and his voodoo. Come on, man. Come on. Putting a serial killer in
2: a doll. What's wrong with y'all? What's wrong with y'all?
3: Have we not learned anything? Anything from pretending to be gods? The answer
1: is no. And all I can say is ghetto. (laughs) Yo, the future going to be crazy as hell. It's going to be crazy, crazy. But I'm sure, you know, we always talking about the aliens. And oh, we last year, I think it was everybody talking about raiding. What is it, Area 51? Who? Who gonna be out there? Not me. Every alien movie I've ever seen, they roasted our asses. I got the aliens in four. If it wasn't because of
2: plot, We would be wiped out. If it wasn't because of plot, E.T. would have roasted us.
1: You really think you can shoot down an alien plane, rip off the top and punch him in the face and say welcome to earth and then just smoke a cigar like Will Smith did? Come on, man. Your fate ain't even that tight. You seen what alien did in alien? Come on, man. That thing ain't even got eyes. You know why his head's so long and his mouth all the way at the front of the head? Because he ain't thinking about nothing but eating you. Come on, man. I'm giving you the gems. We ain't got to make these mistakes, y'all. We ain't got to. But the future coming. And I guess because people want auto lace sneakers. We're going to have to embrace it. Jordan tripping, by the way, for $500 for some auto lace sneakers. Everybody had Jordan brand wallet for that one. But I'm sure we'll all pretend that it's always been like this and that everything's okay. That's kind of what we do. Uh, that is kind of what we do here in America and throughout the world. That's what I'm seeing. By the way, before I go, let me mention this one last thing, too. um, Fellas. it's your boy. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I love y'all, man. I appreciate you. Care about you, man, for real. Stop making busted challenge videos. Stop making busted challenge videos. I promise you, big dog. I promise you. It ain't nearly as funny as you think it is. Shawty getting ready. She about to go ahead and drop and then you think it's, oh, let me interrupt the video. I'm so original. I'm so creative. Let me interrupt it and show that I'm the husband. Stop, bro. Let them just have their stuff. Just let them have their stuff. I mean, I guess the comedians can do it, I guess. We don't need that skit, though. There's a lot of other things you can joke about. You can joke about the rant. That's always funny because we still pay it no matter how ridiculous it gets and no matter how much little we make. You can always joke about that. You can always joke about how some people feet be too big for the slides they're wearing and their nails be clawing the ground when they're walking like a damn Wolverine. You can always joke about that. You can joke about how Kim K be using all this body paint to look darker. But she seems to always forget her damn hands because they be pale as hell. You could joke about that. Like, it's a lot you could joke about. You don't have to joke about this. We don't need that video. You in the way, big dog. I promise you. I promise you. We don't need this. And it's not funny. Let the ladies have this one, Kings. Because you in the way, beloved. Respectfully. I love us for real. All right, so I'm gonna give it to you real quick and hot uh, for the upcoming verses that we got this Thursday. We got uh, Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. Um, I can't say if this was highly anticipated because they've probably put this thing off longer than I put off my capstone project. And for good reason, I can't be mad at that. You know, um, Ashanti came back with a positive COVID test, I believe, and so they wanted to make sure everything was Gucci Poochie. And, you know, it is what it is. I think they're doing... They'll be using the uh, double screen method this time. So we won't be getting the in-person uh, versus battle that we've gotten accustomed to recently, which I do think takes a little bit off of, of this uh, matchup takes a little bit of the sizzle off. Um, and with that, I mean, I'll call it how I see it. I got Ashanti winning 11 to nine. And I was going to say 12 to eight, but I felt like that was a little bit too disrespectful. And Keisha Cole, probably got hands so i'm gonna stay at least on the respectful side now if this was an in-person battle i think it would be a lot closer um because you know how sometimes when they in person at least with the the lady battles uh they've been petty (laughs) they've been quite petty i mean at certain points monica and brandy had to like i guess check each other and say hey i still got vocal range so i'm sure Keisha probably would have hit her with one or two of those and sang that intro to one of her tracks and that probably would have got Ashanti up out of here but since it's not in person and it's going to be more digital than anything and they're going to have double screens you don't really got to deal with that kind of energy now album joints I think Keisha got her I think I think she got her I mean that's just me I don't know but I think she got her. But um, when it comes to actual hits, you know, some people, they be on nothing but the hook, but they still play the song like it's they track. And I know Fat Joe featuring Ashanti, was love is going to play. I know that's going to play. I'm going to just go ahead and roll with the popular selection in this debate, I guess and say ashanti got this one 11 to 9 i don't really like it i feel like keisha got the tracks but i don't know what the crowd be going for i don't know if the crowd be listening to the album cuts like that or do they just listen to the popular tracks it really depends also none of this really matters because this is definitely women's business uh and i gave you an opinion you probably don't need and i know people were rolling their eyes when they were hearing all this this is just, I'm trying to, hey, look, I'm trying to fill the time, all right? I ain't going to hold you. I'm trying to fill the time. And speaking of versus, y'all think we we should be done with those? I mean, because at this point, it's getting a little out of control. The NFL has a versus battle. I, look, are we going to have Juju Smith-Schuster versus somebody, the best dance off i don't know like what the best catch versus catch isn't that just espn like come on man like it's clear it's clear at this point we done sold the culture again trying to globalize everything and monetize it i'm sure once versus went to itunes the production went up but boy yo oh boy so did the bread so I'm not surprised to see them appropriating this shit everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if we seen the NBA versus. Y'all down to watch the tennis verses? Hey, low key, it would be a really good job if we can get one of them comedian verses. Would love to see them boys roast each other. I know it's a few comedians who joke, a key, 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 and they do not mess with each other. That would be real messy and real entertaining. I see they're talking about Travis Scott versus future in the next verses, possibly. Let me just say this real quick. Uh, Travis Scott is cool, man. He cool. Um, I don't necessarily know if he make, he cool i'ma just say that travis scott is cool man i'ma just keep it right there he cool future gonna get him up out of there <laughs> i don't know what y'all are talking about hey he getting him out of the paint expeditiously you hear me like this man got hits on hits on hits what you gonna do play astro world and then he played march Madness. man listen listen I mean, I don't. I'm, I wouldn't hate if we got that battle, but we don't need it. At that point, you just had a club. That's all you're really doing. At that point, you just had the club. Not sure if you heard, Issa Rae just recently announced that Insecure season five will be the final season, and I'm cool with that. I am actually cool with that. Hell, I'm more than cool with that. I am ecstatic about that. Uh, It's clear that Issa has been in her bag for quite some time. Quite some time. It's nice to see that she done got in her bag. She done leveled up. She done doubled up. Now she getting that movie bag. She writing scripts and other show pilots, man. By all means. By all means. Sometimes you got to let good things fall apart or put them away so that greater things can grow and I'm happy with that plus let's keep it a buck what else do we need to know in season 5 like dog like <laughs> after so many seasons of being insecure last season show Issa really isn't that insecure anymore you don't have to stay insecure and if she's no longer insecure and she knows who she is and she has that self love and that pride and she knows where she's going in her life What's the point of the show? We gotta let these characters grow and let them become classics. Otherwise, we're gonna be in season 12 talking about ah oh, I wish they would have never had Kelly and Lawrence have twins together. Twins? Come on, man. Come on, man. It's time to just let it fade away. She gave us a culture classic. It was a few seasons I wasn't really knocking with like that, but again. It, the show wasn't even made for me but i do understand it was a classic it is a classic rather i do understand it is a classic just like all classics i mean who liked the wire season two when them boys went to the docks i was like wait a minute oh hold on hold on is this still the same show i appreciate what y'all trying to do showing a diversity but could you really please bring it back I'm trying to see what the hell is going on with Omar. Where the hell is bump? The real question I have for you guys is uh, where on the Pantheon do you guys place uh, insecure? Is it in that newer area? You know, my wife and kids kind of sitcom era where everything was going on or will we put this like next to the classics that are like, and I know this wasn't per se Uh, a TV show similar to Martin and Fresh Prince and things but I mean the culture was there the quality was there so I'm just curious me I I think it's a classic just like the rest of them are I have my own preferences but I do think it's important to acknowledge what Issa Rae has done especially as a black woman and what she's done for black women similar to her whether you consider yourself a baddie whether you consider yourself Uh, the insecure loser in the class whether you consider yourself just regular old Schmegler Shelly it seems like she had a personality and a character for everybody and that's really important especially in 2021 when we're talking about our black women that they're not a monolith and I think she did a great job showing all the different avenues and the different perspectives and just what it meant and just what it means to grow up insecure unsure of yourself we tend to think that we got this whole thing down packed. that we're gonna you know meet a lover our life 24 have a kid at 25 be married at 26 you know yada 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 man some of y'all 35 bro some of y'all 35 some of y'all 42 acting 22 and that's okay okay maybe not all the way okay like cause some of the stuff you gotta bro, let these people have the sticks, let them have a the time, let them have their fun. Some of y'all are too damn old, but for the most part, everybody matures at a different time, everybody grows at a different time. Any growth is good growth. So, yeah, I'm definitely gonna miss uh insecure coming on, but I'm gonna appreciate the hell out of it for what it did. And if you haven't checked it out, fellas. Do yourself a favor, man. You might learn a little something. something. They talk shit just like we do. That's one thing I learned. They be in they bag just like we do. And don't let them tell you any different. If men, we trash. And for the most part, we pretty much are trash. I, I, I can't knock that one. But listen. If we trash, they're raccoons. And I'm out of here. And so that's it, y'all. I hope y'all had a good one here at the uh, Torchy Andretti show. Uh, I know I had a good one. Learned a little bit. Taught a little bit. Gave a little bit more. There's a new president and vice president in the White House. We hope y'all act right. Act like y'all got some sense. I said it earlier, but remember who put you there. Do what you said you was gonna do. Government, I know y'all probably tapped in listening right now, so make sure y'all arrest everybody that y'all said y'all was gonna arrest. All those people who was traitors and and doing treacherous acts against the country. Yeah. Yeah. We need you to run, we need you to run that back. Yeah. Run the whole book at them, just like you would do us. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I ain't going to believe it until it's year six in they sentence that it was for real. I need all of them. I'm hearing about this. Oh, 50 people been around. Bro, it was like 5,000 out there. And if I know America like I know America, y'all love a good prison cell. So you can make room. (laughs) You can make room. Matter of fact, I'll even give you a better one. How about you put them in the spaces where you put all the black and brown brothers and sisters who were locked up from marijuana because you know since since it's so cool now it's so easy everybody can just open up their own little weed dispensaries now and it's so cool it's not looked down at anymore yeah yeah let them out then use they cells that's a start I hear about all this oh it's gonna be so great for our economy you're changing all these laws lo- uh-uh. all that shit is performative first let the prisoners out That were wrongfully arrested in the first place with these harsh sentences you gave people. Let them out first. And don't just let them out with no skills, no money, no nothing. Nah. Put them on the path to open up their own dispensaries. Apparently, they were pretty interested in going into that field in the first place. Now that it's legal. Who would know better than they would? If you serious, that is. If not, you can disregard this message. I love y'all for real. Peace.